Today's episode is proudly sponsored by Radical Polymers. Nation, running a water treatment business is hard. Dealing with your suppliers shouldn't be. And when I deal with the fine folks over at Radical Polymers, I have always felt like I have had a partner. They test things in the environment that we are going to use their products. They also make sure that if I have any questions, that I get the answer that I am looking for. Mike and the fine folks over at Radical Polymers answer the phones. Folks, when was the last time you actually talked with somebody when you had a technical support question? Well, they make your issues their issues and they get right down to the problem. They offer best-in-class technologies with the first-class support that I just mentioned. Go to scalinguph2o.com forward slash radical to find out more. Welcome to Scaling Up, the podcast where we're scaling up on knowledge so we do not scale up our systems. Hi, everybody. Trace Blackmore here, your host for Scaling Up H2O. And folks, it is February 21st. Last week, I was in Orlando, Florida, where I was at the Association of Water Technologies Business Owners Conference. This is a conference that AWT put on for water treatment company business owners, and they invite speakers in to send those owners back with some great information to help them run their companies more efficiently. I know I learned a lot at that event, and I also talked to so many people that said they enjoy this podcast. They said that They had their people listen to their podcast. Many of them said that on their regular meetings, they would discuss the previous week's podcast to try to make sure everybody was staying up on their water treatment knowledge. What a great idea. I love that. Thank you for sharing those ideas with me. You know, another thing I was talking about at the AWT Business Owners Conference is the Rising Tide Mastermind. Folks, we are just having a blast within the Rising Tide Mastermind. We're talking about issues. We're helping each other solve those issues with other experiences outside of what created those issues. And we are just getting tremendous traction and people getting closer to where they said they want to be. I've enjoyed numerous one-to-ones with the members of the masterminds, and folks, we're just having a blast there. Now, if you don't know about the Rising Tide Mastermind, you can go to scalinguph2o.com forward slash mastermind to find out more. If it is right for you, and folks, if it is right for you, you are somebody that wants to get pushed to the next level. You're somebody that is successful, but you know that if you had people encouraging you and giving you exterior information that you you maybe don't have a peripheral view on, you know you're going to get further faster. But here's where we lose most people, because up to now, it sounds pretty good. But we hold everybody accountable to do what they say they are going to do. 
And many people, they don't want that accountability. But a lot of people, they realize when they have a group of people that the only thing they have vested in is caring about their success, they are going to help drive you to the next level. And part of that is holding each other accountable. So if this sounds like something that is right for you and can take you to the next level, please go to scalinguph2o.com forward slash mastermind, find out more, and you can fill out an application right online. You know, I just mentioned the AWT Business Owners Conference, but AWT is not done this year. They've got other things going on. Of course, I'm talking about the training the technical training that they do every year. Normally they do one on the west side and on the east, and I'll say east-ish side of the United States. And that's where water treaters that do the same type of water treatment that I do, which is industrial water treatment for closed loops, boilers, and cooling towers, also some wastewater, maybe some reverse osmosis, where we all come together and we share information with each other so you can become highly technical in this field. So we're actually doing this next week. So if you are close to Seattle, Washington next week, look up awt.org and by all means, go ahead and register and come to this training. Now, if you're closer to the Cleveland, Ohio area, and I said east because that's east-ish. So Cleveland, Ohio is as far east as we're getting this year. And that is going to be March 18th through 21st. So again, go to awt.org, check that out. I will be there. I am so excited every year to do this because I'm involved as one of the trainers. I also help some of the trainers uh, with making sure all their PowerPoints and all that stuff is in and working properly. So I can tell you firsthand, it is a top-notch presentation. There's even sales training that goes on. So folks, if you don't know about this, I urge you to look it up, find out more, and I hope to see you there. One other place I might see you at is the WQA Conference. The Water Quality Association is having their conference March 1st through 3rd in Orlando, Florida. So to find out more about that, you can go to wqa.org. There's so much going on around us, folks. I know it's so easy for us just to do the day in and day out, and we wash, rinse, and repeat. Folks, work gets monotonous that way. If you do not take time out of your day-to-day to work on your day-to-day, you're not getting better. Now, some of us might be able to do this, but I'm willing to bet that most of us are just in the day-to-day drone. So look at your calendars, look online, see what you can attend to push yourself to getting some more education, finding out how other people are doing things, maybe honing your skills on how you are doing them. And I promise when you get back in the field, that day-to-day will be rejuvenated. Nation, when I go to one of the events like I just mentioned, members of the Scaling Up Nation always come up to me with show ideas. And 
many of those ideas deal with the presentation that I do with the Association of Water Technologies around math. They say, how come you do not do more math on your podcast? And folks, I've told you before, doing math while you guys are driving just makes me nervous. But I did try it last year. In December, I believe it was the second week of December, I released episode 116 and was all about closed system volume. We had Eric Russo to thank for that episode. He sent me a voicemail. We put it on the air. He was asking about system volume. And in that episode, that was the very first time that I spoke on math on the podcast. Now, it's been a couple of months since I aired that. I haven't heard where anybody has driven off the road because of the math. So I thought I could explore something within that episode that I didn't get into at the time. So if you go back and you want to listen to episode 116, you're going to know what I'm talking about. And what I am talking about is 120,000. Now, if you're a water treater and you do any equations, I know for a fact that you have seen 120,000 in many of those equations. I also know by working with a lot of water treaters, most do not know what that 120,000 is. Now, this is how I use that 120,000 in my 116 episode about closed system volume. We had 120,000 as a constant, and then we added pounds of sodium nitrite. So in the numerator, we multiplied 120,000 times the pounds of sodium nitrite we added. And then in the denominator, we figured out what the change of sodium nitrite was. So how much sodium nitrite do we have in the beginning? And then we subtracted that by how much sodium nitrite we had when it all circulated around from our addition. And then that number gave us the gallons in the system. So a lot of people use that equation. And I'm sure you're thinking, okay, I've used that before, but I don't know where that comes from. And that's what I want to do today. I want to try to do a math proof for you. So hopefully we will have the same positive results as we did on episode 116. But here's how we're going to start out. We're going to start by talking about where that 120,000 comes from. And ultimately, we want to prove back to getting to that 120,000. So we have a lot of chaos in the water treatment industry. It's very dynamic. Things are changing all the time. The only axiom that I can think of in our entire industry is this. One pound in a thousand gallons will equal 120 parts per million. And I'm sure you've heard that before. You've probably heard it as a rule of thumb. And if you've been to my math class, you've heard me talk about rules of thumb. And normally what I do is I have everybody show me their thumbs. We count how many people are in the room. And we say that's how many opinions we have about where this rule of thumb comes from. And I didn't like that. I like getting down to exactly where things come from because that's how my mind makes sense of things. And if it's just an arbitrary 
arbitrary number, and of course that's normally a constant or some sort of conversion factor, if we don't know where that comes from, I guess more importantly, if I don't know where that comes from, I cannot understand it. But if I understand what's going on with that number, with that constant, I can now see everything that's going on within that equation. And now, instead of just simply putting numbers into an equation, I can work the equation. And if the number I get doesn't make sense because I understand everything that's going into that equation, I can understand that if my answer makes sense or not. So that's why I think it's so important for us to understand where these constants come from. The other thing that I will share with you as why I don't like rules of thumb is I used to work with my dad and I would always ask my dad questions and he did not always know the answer to them, but he didn't tell me that. The answer he gave me was because I told you so. Dad, where does 120,000 come from? Oh, it, it comes from because I told you so. Just do it. That just didn't sit well with me. So I'm not sure what I'm speaking from now. The fact that my dad really lit this fuse on me that I wanted to find the answer just to show that it really did come from somewhere, not just because he told me so, or the analytical side where I needed to know in order to know what the equation was asking for. So I guess it really doesn't matter because we're going to go into it either way way. So what we're going to do is we are going to prove that 120,000. So remember, it all stems from one pound and a thousand gallons equals 120 parts per million. Now you might be saying one pound of what? Well, one pound of anything in a thousand gallons equals 120 parts per million. So what we're going to do is we are going to do the proof and we're going to figure this out. So one pound and a thousand equals 120 part per million. Let's go for it. We need to know how much a gallon of water weighs. Very simply put, a gallon of water weighs 8.345 gallons. Now, our equation or our axiom or our rule of thumb, if we're going to use that term, a thousand gallons of water is what we're talking about. So how much does a thousand gallons of water weigh? Well, we multiply it by 8.345. A thousand gallons of water weighs 8,345 pounds. Now we said a pound in a thousand gallons. So in order to prove this, let's state it as one pound in 8,345 pounds. Does that make sense? You all seeing that in your mind's eye? So our equation originally was in parts per million but in this case, how we set it up, it is in pounds per million. So that's what we're getting ready to do. We're getting ready to convert this to pounds per million. Remember, right now we're a one pound in 8,345 pounds of water. 
So we're going to convert that. This means we're going to take 1 million pounds and divide it by the number we just figured out, how much 1,000 gallons of water weighs, which is 8,345 pounds. If we do that math, we get 119.832, and that's as far as I'll go with the decimal point, so right around 120,000, so right there we saw that one pound and a thousand gallons of water, or in this case, 8,345 pounds, it gave us 120. So again, proving back to one pound and a thousand gallons of water equals 120 parts per million. But that doesn't really get us to that 120,000. And by the way, the 119,832, us water treaters, we are very simple people. We do not need to bring the decimal point out that far. We're just going to round that guy up and we're going to say 119,832 is just fine saying 120. So it's my hope that that makes sense to you. And that's how we can prove that one pound and a thousand gallons of water equals 120 ppm. But it doesn't get us to what we see in just about every water treatment equation with that 120,000. So here's what I'm going to do. We're just going to simply set up an equation where we have one pound over a thousand gallons equals 120 ppm. Because that's what we just proved. We're going to just set it up as an equation. What we're going to do, we're simply going to multiply each side by a thousand. Remember, we have a thousand gallons. If we do that, we have one pound by itself and then 120,000 on the other side. So when you see these equations, normally you see 120,000 with the pounds that were added in the system to get us the gallons. So it equals gallons. However, if you see 120,000 with gallons, it's going to tell you the pounds needed to treat the system. So you see, we can very easily simplify that equation using algebra to get that 120,000, and then we can put it into all of those equations that you all see each and every day in water treatment. So there was number two. We tried doing math again. 120,000 are one of those equations or one of those rules of thumb, one of those constants that we see in equations all the time. And now you know where it comes from. So here is my challenge to you. Don't just do equations. And I know a lot of us have apps now. Uh, before apps, we would put things in Excel and we would just put data in. Folks, if you are doing that and you don't truly understand the equations that you are using, I ask that you step back for a moment. Now, I know we have to do things quickly in our job. However, if we are doing things incorrectly, Doing something incorrectly quickly is not fast. It is slow and it will cost you more time and it will cost you just about every other resource that you can think of. So when you do something right, that beats fast every single time. So look at that equation. Ask yourself, where are all of the variables coming from? Where are all of the constants coming from? 
And how does this equation get from my known information to the information that I'm trying to find out? When you understand equations that way, you will understand what you are doing in the water treatment field. Folks, thank you so much for listening to this show. I also want to thank you for going to ScalingUpH2O.com and letting me know questions like this. This came from an audience member, from a member of the Scaling Up Nation. They wanted to know what the heck this 120000 was. So, folks, keep that information coming. And by all means, keep listening to Scaling Up H2O. Nation, many of you have called in and asked what it is like to be a member in the Rising Tide Mastermind. Well, we have weekly video calls where your group gets together and we try to solve each other's issues. We also celebrate each other's successes and we encourage each other to go to the next level and come up with action items that we hold each other accountable that we are going to achieve. We also read books together to make sure that we're not just reading books, but we're getting something out of them. Quarterly one-to-ones with me, each member receives. That's where we talk about how we can get you further faster. And we also enjoy a two-day live event. And there is just so much more that happens within the Mastermind group. If you want to learn more about the Rising Tide Mastermind, go to scalinguph2o.com forward slash mastermind to see if the Rising Tide Mastermind is right for you.